Continuing the more on Daf Lamed Ches. So we talked yesterday from the Pasuk that it says, V'chiyigot Shor Ish Esh Shor So we're discussing how that is Moitzi from the Din Hegdish, whether uh, an animal of Hegdish gores an animal of, of a Chulin, or an animal of Chulin gores an animal of Hegdish, when you're going to be Chayiv and how, and Moshe Benazir argued based on a Kabbalah Chaymer. But that was all darshing the word Re'eyu, that the two people, the Mazik and the Nizik, are friends. So if one of them is not a friend, then the Chayr, we might see that from the Pasuk. So now the Mishnah continued, and the Mishnah discussed how that relates to Goyim. And the Mishnah said that a Shor Yisrael Knani is Potter. If an animal of Yisrael gores a Goyesha owned animal, you do not have to pay. But the Mishnah said, Shalknani Yisrael, But the opposite is not true. But the opposite, if a Goy's animal gores animal gores a Jewish owned animal, and obviously Bezdin has the right to uh, adjudicate the halacha if, if Klai Yisrael is in charge, then a goyisha, the Goyesha owner will have to pay Nezik Shalim always. So it says the more Amri, Nomanav Shach. I don't say how we dash in this pasuk. Ireyu, Dafka, Ireyu means just Reyu. And as we just said, we said it's Moitzi from Hegdish. We actually did say Re'eyu is definitely Dafka. question is, in this point, does it also, not just Moitzi from Hegdish, if it's also Moitzi a Goy, because a Yid is not a Re'eyu with a Goy. A Yid is a Re'eyu with another Yid. So, with another Jewish person. So then, just like we said, that a Hegdish that gores a Yisrael or Yisrael that gores a Hegdish both ways the halacha does not apply so by a guy also both ways the halacha should not apply it should be totally part even if a guy gores a Yisrael's and if you can tell me Reyel only is a Bimaitzi from the din of Hegdish but it's not Maitzi from the din of a guy I feel the Yisrael ki nagach the kenani chayif so even a Yisrael who gores a guy should be chayif because there is no uh, uh, there is there not going to be any miyot for that so how do, well, how do we dash in this Pasuk in one direction not the other when it comes to referring to a guy? The Pasik says in Chabakuk, Omad, the Yimdoid Aretz, the Kashpoch, who is Moidid the Aretz, which is talking about Vra the Yitar Goyim. Now, Pashup Shah, the Pasik is talking about the Mabal, and talking about the Doha Flogger that he split up the world. But we're learning from here when it says, Vayeter Goyim, we said, Roshav, what is a Kashpoch, Roshav, a Mitzvah Shekubalem, and Noyach. He saw that they were Kabal, Shemitz Mitzvah, Chimit Shaloi Kimu. When they were not Makayim the Sheva Mitzvahs, even back then, Amar Vehitir Mamayim the Yisrael. So we're Darshan Loshan of Vayetar as Loshan of Hitir Mamayim the Yisrael. And therefore, Koshpoch, who said that when a Yid hurts a Goy, or hurts a Goyish animal in this case, he does not have to pay. Taisus discusses how this fits into the Machlaikis, whether Gezel Akum is Gezel or not. You can leave that alone for now and look in the Taisus. But in terms of Hezek, at least, a Yisrael that's Mazik Agoy is not. So it's not clear then how we actually are, are, are resolving our question. Is the Pshat that Re'eyu is Dafka, and this is what the Pasuk is teaching me, or is the Pshat Re'eyu is Lav Dafka, and this is a special heta from the Pasuk Legabe uh, Hezek? Not 100% clear, the Mephoshim Darshan it both ways, but either way, they, we definitely coming out, we see from this Pasuk that Yisrael does not have to pay when he damages the animals of Agoy. Rabbi Yechonim Rehachot says another Pasuk. It says in the Pasuk in Zaysa Bracha, Hoifia Mehar Paron. This one of Koshpoch, the Pasuk is describing, in the Medrash, how the Medrash explains the Pasuk, Koshpoch, who's going to all the Goyim and offering them the Torah. It says, Hashem, Misin Ha'ibav, Azach, Mesei Olamo, Hoifia Mehar Paron. He went to, he went to the Bnei Esav, then he went to the Bnei Yisrael, Bnei Yishmael, and says, Hoifia Mehar Paron. So we dash him, Miparon, Hoifia Memoinom the Yisrael. From Paron, Koshpoch, who gave over the money of the Goyim, 
two klayusos. We have two two psukim here: one from the Torah and a drasha from the Torah, one from Chabakuk from the Navi. Obviously, there must be psukim. This must be like a lachal mashmisina that we're bringing seimich on these psukim lacharot. We see from here that a Yisrael who injures a goy's animal does not have to pay. Tanya Namiochi. Now the price brings it all together. Shoresh Yisrael shenagach shoshal kanani poter shoshal kanani shenagach shoshal Yisrael bein tam bein muad misham nezik shalim. In other words, I'll just clarify. And we have these two drushes. So the two drushes can work both ways. The drusha can be telling me that if our animal gores a goyish animal, that we don't have to pay. And the other hand, the Pasuk is also telling you that just like we are mevater their money and we take away their money, so if their short damages ours, then it's not just going to be chatzinezek, it's even going to be nezek shalit. So the Pasuk can work in both directions. My view, I mean, why do we need two drushes? We're actually going to bring two other midrashim now, with darshan that pasuk for something else, and therefore maybe you're not going to have that pasuk left over to teach me that we're mavata the money of a goy to Yisrael. So therefore, bring the second pasuk from the Torah, which is usually a better drasha in general. My dear of Masu, so you said in the first Pasuk in Chabakuk, Vayeter Goyim, Vayeter Goyim, there's actually two possible other drushes, one of Masna and one of Rav Yasef. What are those two drushes? A little bit of a got it, Amar of Masna. Amar Vayimdoid Oretz Ra Vayeter Goyim, Mara, Ra Sheva Mitzvah Shestavalem Enoach, Kashpochu, so he was Mitzavak. The goyim on the sheva mitzvahs v'loikimom, and they were not makayim them. Omad v'higloi samialad mosom. He chased them out of the land, just like Klai Yisrael when we don't keep our mitzvah kashpochu chases us out of our land. The same thing happens by the goyim, as we see Rashi brings a bunch of pasuks psukim that we see the goyim were also moved around from different countries, and that was an idea of golus. Where do we see that in this pasuk? My mashma the high vayeter loshen de igulayu. Where do you see the loshen vayeter is a loshen of going into golus? Tzif hacha vayeter goyim. Tzif hasam. The pasuk says. When it's talking about Shratzim, Achazetoichlim, he calls Sheretz Oif Halechal Arba. You, you, uh, Shratzim, you're not allowed to eat. Asher Loi Kraayim, Mimalaragov, that it has these feelers on top of its legs, which help it like jump. Lenater Behenzarts, and it's used to jump. It's used to move on the ground. So we see Vanater, or Veloshan, an archive passing, Vayetar, is Veloshan moving. Umatargum, and the Targum over there says, Lekoftsa Behenalar, it's to jump on the land. So we see Vayetar, or not there, that Sherish means moving around. Around, and that's how we're dashing the Pasuk that the Goyim were sent into Golis because they didn't keep the mitzvahs. And therefore, it's not there for our Pasuk of being Mavata their money. Rather, we learn that from my Fiyam Yahar Par. Or if Yasef is a different Josh from this Pasuk, Amaidra of Yasef, the Mav Yasef. He saw the goyim or mitzvahs. He was matir the shavu mitzvahs that they don't have to keep it anymore. So the music was matir; they don't have to keep it anymore. So that doesn't make any sense. They don't keep it, and therefore they don't have. To, therefore they're potter and they're mutter from it. So you don't keep the mitzvahs, you don't keep the averes, and therefore gashpach was just matir to you. That means you gained by not doing it. Says the more no. Who said, even if they end up keeping them, they don't get schar for it. And therefore, Gashpoch who said, you're not going to keep it, I'm going to take away the opportunity for you to keep the seven mitzvahs. Some of the law, Vatanya, have a bracer, a mayor, Oimer, some people say it's a Vyrmi Oimer, if you have a Nachri who's sitting and learning Torah, Shuka Koin Gadol, it doesn't mean a Koin Gadol, Tosis says, that's just the highest Vajrega of, of Yiddish person, of Jewish person we talk about as a Koin Gadol, so therefore, how do you know a guy who learns Torah, I guess the mitzvahs he's supposed to keep, etc., Tamil Oimer, 
The Pasik says, the Shmartim is Chukaisa, Vishmashpata, Shayasa Oisum, Ho Adam, Vachaibam, Aniashem. Why does it say Ho Adam? Shayasa Oisum, what's Ho Adam? So we doubt Shankan Vimi Israel, and never doesn't say there was Jewish or Kayan of Levi Israel. El Adam, or Ho Adam, actually, Tysus points out. Holamata Shafil Nochi, Visagoi, Vaisavitara, a very concurrent Golo. So you see that a guy does get schai for the mitzvahs. So how can you tell you that a guy lost the ability to do the Shavu mitzvahs? You see, at least for learning Torah, which is not really one of the seven mitzvahs, but obviously they have to learn to be able to keep the seven mitzvahs. They do get schai. Amir, you're right. Ein mekabelim schai kemitzuvah v'yaisa. They lost the opportunity to do the mitzvahs as someone who was commanded. Ela k'misha enim mitzuvah v'yaisa. As we always say, number b'chanina godlo mitzuvah v'yaisa. Yais k'misha enim mitzuvah v'yaisa. Someone who does a mitzvah that he doesn't have to does not get as much schai as someone who does a mitzvah when he has to. Farshim said, because the Yitzhara bothers you, and it's much more difficult to do the mitzvah when you have to, as when you volunteer. And therefore, the Goyim lost the opportunity to do the mitzvahs as a mitzvah of If they want to do it on their own, and they can, they do get schar for that. But it's not the same level of schar. So we see two drushas from this Pasuk of Yeter, either referring to them going into Golis, or referring to them not being able to do the mitzvahs as a mitzvah of Yaisa. And therefore, instead of that Pasuk, we also bring the Pasuk of Hufiyah, Mehar Paran, the Shokar Hushpochu, took away their money, and therefore we don't have to pay when we're mazik them, and they have to pay us extra, nezik shalim, when they're mazik us. Tanar Baram. Again, another agadah related to this point. The, the Romans, some people change the gears here, from Romans to Christians, whatever it is, they sent two uh, generals, two sergeants, to come learn the Torah. What's this Torah, Torah Shvapes specifically? How does this Jewish law work? What's it all about? And does it say anything bad about the Goyim? So I'm doing Tarashem. So he said, teach us Torah. Tarsha says, they were able to teach the Goyim Torah. Karu, Vashanu, Vashalshu, they chazard. They learned once, they twice, they chazard, Mamish, Zichru, and the whole thing. They knew the whole Torah. Mishas Petirasim, when they left, they responded. So, what, what did you think of the Torah? They asked the Goyim. Amulahem, they said, Everything in the Torah is truthful. It all makes sense. There's one Allah we can't figure out. You said that if you damage our animals, you're potter. They had this kasha. So, Mimanav Shach, the Goyim asked, if our Eo is Dafka, and the Goyim are excluded from the whole parish of Hezek, both on the Mazik side and on the Nizik side, I feel the Kanani, Kanakhti saw Lifter. So then we should be totally Potter like Hegdishes. Vireo Lav Dafka, and therefore Goyim are included in the Parsha, I feel the Snow, Kanakhti Kanani Chayev. So then when you damage ours, you should be Chayev. And that was Mamish the Kasha, the head was the Kasha we started the Sugi with. And we answered based on the Pesukah Mikdash Bachum from Vater their money or Mefir Mihar Param v'Davazet Enon and Madin and Aisan the Malkus. We're afraid to tell them to the special Pesukim that show that Mikdash Bachum from Vater their money and therefore they never the the, the Chazal never taught the Goyim in this case these two halo, these two Pshatim or these two Drushes and they went away perplexed on this halacha. The Gemara again now segues to either. Two ways to understand the next segue. Either it's referring back to this idea of a Koshpochu who is never from Mefakech Skar, then anybody learns Torah gets Skar, or it's also related to <coughs> our relationship to the Goyim. If Shmuel Yehuda, his and his daughter died. So so Ula, who lived in Eretz Yisrael, and then he moved to Bavel. And we see many times in Shas, Ula did not get along. He went there to learn a lot of Torah. There's a lot of Torah in Babel, but he did not get along with them. The people in Eretz Yisrael, Tamir Chaman Yisrael, always considered themselves superior to the Chaman in Babel, even though there was more Torah in Babel, there was more Yeshivas in Babel. So Ula went to learn Babel, and this happened. So the Chaman there said, let's go, let's give the Chaman to Shmuel by Yehuda. 
So he said to them, Ula said to himself, doesn't sound like he said it to them, said to himself, what am I going to go with them to give them Nechama? When they give Nechama, the Minigam Bavl, the way they give Nechama, is actually Kfira. Why? Dami, the Minigam Bavl wants to say, No, what could we do about it? Nebuch, your daughter died, what could we do? Mashva says Ula, Avdi? Uh, so what? What do you mean? And and if you could do something, you would have stopped Takarish Pochu. Pochu said it's time for this Nebuch daughter to die. So you're saying, what could we do? Mashma, if you could do something, you would have stopped Takarish Pochu. Chalila, you can't stop Takarish Pochu. So Ula felt that that was not a proper way to give Nechaman. Obviously, the Goyim, the, the Chazal, the Rabbanan weren't saying Chasvasham to stop Takarish Pochu. They were just saying this is the natural way of the world. Takarish has his Cheshbainis. But Ula didn't like the way they expressed it. Therefore, Ula said, I don't want to go with you because I don't want to be there when you say such a thing and I'm going to have to uh, either agree to what you're saying or start a fight. So Ula didn't go with them. Azul He went there on his own. So Amr Ula said the following Nechama, which is also, as we would see, as we'll see in a second, that doesn't sound like such a Nechama. Ula said, it says in the Pasuk, again in Dvarim, when Meish Rabbeinu is going over the history of what happened, especially with, with Moev and Balak and Midjan, says, Hashem, Hashem said to Moesha, Moev, don't set up with Moev, don't make a war with Moev. We know Moev, as we'll see in a second, came from light. You know, let's start up with Moev. Obviously, why does Kashpokhu have to say, don't fight? Moshe Benu never went to fight. Also, Kashpokhu said, go fight. So as long as Kashpokhu didn't say, go fight, why would Moshe Benu think he would have to fight? Then Kashpokhu says, don't. Don't say don't. As long as you don't say yes, then obviously the answer is no. Why do Kashpokhu have to say it that way? We're afraid that Kashpokhu was afraid that Moshe Benu would, Tyson says these sukkah are actually out of order, but Kashpokhu would, but was afraid that Moshe Benu would make a following Kabbalah We know Midjan came to help Moab, right? So Moab had the old issue and, and, and with Balak, etc. And then Midjan came to help them and Midjan gave them all his advice, uh, etc. So Midjan, so we're supposed to fight the Midjanim. So was afraid Moab would have made a Kavachimer that if I'm supposed to fight Midjan, which was just the helpers, then for sure I should fight Moab. So therefore, Kashpoch goes out of his way to say, no, don't fight Moab. No, I have a different approach to this. Why? said to that who you'd like to fight with now, they still have potential to bring out good into the world. Two two good descendants are going to come out of them, and they are Rus Obviously, Rus who came from Moya, who's going to be the great grandmother of Dabra Melech, then Namahaminus, and Nama who's going to be and the wife of Shlaim HaMelech. So we need these two to still come out of them. So you cannot start off with Haman and Moev. This is what Ula said. And therefore Ula says as follows. Haman and Moev were definitely deserving of being destroyed for what they did to Kalei Yisrael over here. Kishpoku said we're not going to destroy them because there's still future potential. They have not reached their potential yet. And therefore you cannot start up with them. So Bita Shorebi, your daughter, Imsheri, if she would have had more potential, if she had not yet reached her potential, there was more to come out from her. Kashpochu would have left her alive. And if Kashpochu killed her, it must be, now it sounds negative, that nothing good is going to come out of her, but the Mephoshim explained it in a positive way, that, that actually it means she reached her full potential, she reached her tachlis in life, and therefore that's why Kashpochu killed her. If there was more to come out of her, Kashpochu would have left her alive, just like he left Amon and Moev alive. This was Ula's way of giving an Echamah.
Again, it's not clear to, neither approach is, is really, uh, giving much of an achama if you don't say it the proper way. But this was the machlaikis, ula, and the chazal, the rabbanan had, and had to give the chum. I'm going back to this discussion of Amin and Moyev. gives schar to everybody, just like we just saw in the Gemara. Even a goyal learns Torah gets schar. So also, also Gashpochu gives schar to everybody, even the two daughters of Light who were mazana with their own father. Even if a person says something in the proper way, in a, in a more appropriate way. The older daughter, when she was, was designed with her own father and had a child, to come her Moyov. So called, she called the baby Moyov from my father. She said it in a very d- disgusting sort of way that everybody from the rest of history will know that this baby came from her own father. You cannot start up with Moyov. You can't make Mochama with them. You can't make Muhammad with them, but you can capture them and make them slaves. That's fine. But Seira, the younger daughter, the Kamar Benami, she called her Amoin. Just anonymous, not without explaining that it came from her own father. It doesn't say just start up with them at all. Cloud, there you're not allowed to capture them, make them slaves, don't start up with Amun at all. So you see, Koshpoch gave an extra schar to the young one because she expressed the name of the baby in a more uh, a more cleaner, nicer way than the older sister did. So on that aspect, we actually see that the younger daughter was better. But, says the Gemara, the truth is, we also see the older daughter had a certain schar. You should always want to do a mitzvah. The older daughter was, again, they thought that the whole world was destroyed. They thought they were doing a mitzvah by being mazana with their father to perpetuate humankind. Maybe it wasn't true, but they thought they were doing a mitzvah, and she was kaifer to do the mitzvah first, and therefore kadmasa arba deres yisrael. So she was Mayav Rus was married was in Klai Yisrael for deres before Nama Nama was Oivid Yishev David v'Shleimer. So Rus who had Oivid who had Yishai and then David and David's son was Shleimer. Shleimer married Nama Amoinus. So you see that Mayav married into Klai Yisrael four generations. Before Amoindim. That was Shlema's son, Rechavim. So, therefore we see that on that aspect, actually the Gedalia was better on some aspect than her Kavana. So each one had their Nakuda. But the point we see from the whole story is that even these tiny little details of a story, a who never holds back from Schar. People who are Mekai Mitzvahs, the way they're supposed to do. Sit, learn Torah, keep, keep all the Mitzvahs. How much Schar is waiting for, for Kla Yisrael? Taramadam. We've talked about Goyim, we've talked about Hektish. Shorshi Yisrael, Shinagal Shorshal Kusi. Kusim was always a problem. The Kusim were these Goyim that were brought into Herzl and Cherev when they mixed up all the Umas. He brought them into the Shomron. They were starting getting killed by lions. They were afraid. Why were we being killed? And then they decided it's because the Eretz Yisrael uh, only will take Jewish people. It will not be Seval Goyim. And therefore they were Megayer to be saved from the lions. And this is Machlai because we have in all of Shas whether their Geras was a real Geras. And then we know, we definitely know they went back to doing Avedizar. That's clear in the Psukkim. Question is whether Megayer, L'Shem Shemayim, and then they just went off to Derech, or was their Geras never really a Geras? So do we treat them like Goyim, or do we treat them like Yidim? So here the price is something interesting. Sounds like a Kusi is a Goy. So 
So then you do the regular halacha of Nezik Shalim and Chatzin Nezik, which is not like a guy. By a guy, we said, always pays Nezik Shalim. So we're treating a kusi in the Tanakhama seems to be halfway. So it sounds like Rameir is treating them like Goya. Rameir treats them totally like Goya. The Memra, the Gzabar Meir, Kusim Gay Araya said. So the, the Kusim are Goyim, and therefore if they're Goyim, they get treated like a guy. They damage us, they pay Nezik Shalim. They, if we damage them, we pay nothing. Like we looked out before from the Drush. So Mavraminu. Belacharif, for other Alachas, we see we don't treat them like Goyim. Rameir himself. The loch is, if a woman has a, uh, a beged, some sort of uh, beged that has to be a certain size, or a certain halacha of a caleb, and it has a kesem on it, a stain of dam, and we're afraid that that dam is from dam nida, so the dam nida itself, we know, is going to be metamic. The question is over here, if you find a, a beged in the street with dam on it, if it's from a Goyish woman, it's not metamic. It's only metamic if it's from a Jewish woman. At special Pasuk, the Bashi brings the Pasuk, only Basi sells metamic beledu benida and not a Goy. Okay, now, we know a Goy is considered metamic beziva, but that's all he did to Rabbanu, and therefore that Allah does not apply to Ksamim, to just a stain of dam that you find. So, if you have a Fida Beged in the city of Rekem, you could assume it came from a Goyish woman, they must be the right over there, and, and therefore it's Tar. Yudah says no. The people over there, we know they don't keep Torah mitzvahs, but they're actually Gerim who went off the Derech, and if they're Gerim who went off the Derech, we have to assume that they're actually Jewish, and therefore any Ketem, any stained beggar that you find over there will be considered Dam Nida, and if someone touches that beggar, touches the Dam, they'll be Tami. Mibain HaNochim time. If you find it from Goyim, then of course it's going to be Tar. Mibain Yisrael, Mibain Akusim. Now Rashi brings over the Gemara, Nida says that this girsa we have in this price is not the correct girsa. Rather, the girsa should be as follows. Mibain Yisrael, Mibain Akusim is Tmehim. If you find it from Yisrael, if you find it by Kusim, it's Tmehim, because we're treating Kusim like Yisrael. I'm reading in Rashi. Vanimtza Ba'ari Yisrael, Ba'makam Hefker. If you find it in a Jewish city, out in the middle of the street, a beggar with Dam Nida on it, but then it's tar. Why? So Rashi says, Jewish people don't leave their begotten with Dam Nida lying around. They just don't do such a thing. They, if you find a beggar in a house, then you don't know. It could be, it depends if it's from a Yid, if it's from a guy, if it's right from Israel, you consider it's Dami. But if you find it in the street, there's another reason to assume it's tar, because Jewish people are more tzanua, don't leave their, their big day Nida out on the street, especially because it can be tell me somebody else. The Matsniman Ben Akusim, and now we get to the next piece of more, which is our parson. If you find one that is by the Kusim, Remeir Matamish, and next to the Mayor says, even if you find it in the street, but it's a place that's Kusim, even though the Dam of Akusim is Tommy like Israel, but they're not so careful to keep their Begotim. Uh, hidden away, and therefore it could be it's uh, it is a big day, and it's Tommy. The Chamatarim, Chamsay also. That they keep them locked, they keep the begotim hidden away so people don't become tummy. But what do we see? We see Amukasavra Mayor Kusim Gerimasim. Lamaisa, Remeir agrees that the dam of a kusi is tummy. We're just questioning whether when they leave a beggar in the street, do we consider it to be Namnido? We say it's not from them, etc. But Lamaisa, if we know for sure it's from a kusi, we would consider the beggar tummy. So you see, Remeir treats them like Yidin. And we see over here, Remeir said that they're like Goyim. 
He says, no, the truth is they're Yisrael. But even though they're Yisrael, the Maisa, they stopped keeping the mitzvahs. And if they stopped keeping the mitzvahs, therefore Chazal put a knas on them so that we stay away from them. If they know that if we damage their animals, they're not gonna, if we damage them, they're going to be potter. If they damage us, they're going to have to pay. Chazal, therefore, they will stay away from the Jewish parts of town. And therefore, they won't influence the Jewish people in terms of their religion. And that was the point here. And therefore, Rashi explains, if you go back to the Machlaikas over here, and the Brisa, when the Tanakhama said, that's a knas. We knas them so that if we damage them, they know that we're not going to pay them, so they stay away from us. If they damage us, so that's not such a big deal. We don't have to knas them to pay Nezik Shalim in that case. Then we keep them the regular luck of Chetzi Nezik. Or Mayor says, no, we knas them to be totally like Goyim. So A, if we damage them, they're Potter. And B, if they damage us, they're going to pay Nezik Shalim. Also an incentive for them to stay away from our neighborhoods and therefore not have an influence on us. So the Machlechus over here is not a question of Kusama Geri Arias or not. The question is, do we, are we going to have this issue that we want to keep them away from us? Says the Gemara, Mesa observes, says, wait a second. We know if you have a person's mezana with a girl, a mezana with etc., so then they have to pay a knas. Habal observes, following a scene of al If a Jewish man is boil a kusis, so he does have to, even if she's not observed, so no sino, if he boil a kusis, he does pay the knas. Now, why? The whole idea is our mayor said that we don't have to pay Hezek to Akusis, and Akusis has to pay us extra Hezek. So we should understand the same halacha. We should say that if a person is done with Akusis and makes her unabsula, he should not have to pay a knas so that the Kusis stays. The Kusis will stay out of our neighborhoods because they know they won't be able to get the knas if he if he's going to be mezana with her and rapes her. Says the Gemara, Kadesh Yitam Ben, Amar Bayin, no, Kadesh Yitam Niska. That doesn't help because the person who did the Avera, why should he benefit from this? We're trying to keep the guy, we're trying to keep the Kutim out of our neighborhoods, that's true. But then this guy who's Mazana and rapes her, he doesn't have to pay a Kanas, why should he benefit? Okay, so I have a solution. Why don't you tell him he has to pay the Kanas, but don't give it to her? Don't give it to her so she'll stay out of our neighborhoods, but make him pay so he shouldn't benefit from him raping a kuti. Because he's never going to pay it. Giving money to a tzedakah, no one's going to be able to avail the money from him. If it's an individual girl, she can be to pay it in Bezdin. If it is going to be just stab mom and ani and no one's going to be to pay, he'll never end up paying. And therefore, we do have this overriding concern that, so we have three possibilities here. We have one hand, we have, here's a sheet in Shas that kutim are goyim, Okay, then they have a lock of going for everything. This whole Gemara is focusing that Kutum are B'nai Yisrael. They are proper Yidin, but we have another concern is that we know they do not keep Torah Mitzvahs the way they're supposed to, and therefore we definitely want to discourage them from living amongst us. The way we do that is, is by explaining to them if they damage us and we damage them, there could be Knossos involved that they will have to pay us more or we won't have to pay them. Tanakama only Knossos that we don't have to pay them. Remember also Knossos that they have to pay us Nezek Shalim. When it comes to uh, the, the Knoss of a Nara who is raped, then of course we don't want to have the Chet so we treat the Kuti like, like, Kutis, like a regular Bas Yisrael and he would have to pay the Knoss to her. Adkan.